Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. We're back! I made a detour out of the game when I was hustling crack. Made a couple of dollars, made a little bit of change, never looked back. You can find me at the shooting range, practicing busting gaps. Going to vocal booth, and this is Moody, busting raps. With some gold on my body, I'm on my y'all call us Rossi, I'm sloppy. I treat my luxury scraper like a Bugatti. I feel like my injuries are just getting worse and worse, and I'm just getting lazier and lazier when it comes to me doing them and eating them. So we're just going to stick with that. Kieran, how are you doing besides tired? Uh, tired, tired, more tired, and sick of my current job. If anybody out there is listening and wants to give me a job, I'd greatly appreciate it. You have a job podcasting with me. Oh, yeah, of course. So we're – I told Karen this would go fast, but I have a rant I want to get out of the way. We have more coaches being fired, conferences imploding, and a little monkey business. So, Karen, let's – did you hear did you are you up to date on monkey gate Kiernan? so i did read up a little bit on monkey gate and from what i can tell it is not only a hilarious story but also i really wish it happened um and i know it's like i know it's like not confirmed or whatever but i i want it to be true so for those who didn't see uh, jeff banks texas's special teams coach, has a girlfriend named Danny. Danny is a former or current stripper who was on Jerry Springer. Her name was Pole Assassin. Uh, Jeff left his wife and kids for this woman. They live together in Austin. And as any good stripper does, Pole Assassin had a pet monkey. Allegedly on Halloween, some kid wandered into their backyard and the monkey bit the kid. Now, Danny defended the monkey, said, like, no, it, there was no bite. The kid was where he shouldn't have been. I was told there was a bite after by a doctor, but there was no, it wasn't my monkey because no parents called me. And then released a video of the monkey's cage, showed how it was, where it was and stuff and how the kid wasn't near it. And then deleted her Twitter entirely after deleting all those tweets. Uh, if you want to see some of those tweets, go over to Belly Up Sports. Just look up hashtag monkey gate. It'll come up. I 
wrote something at midnight about it a couple days ago, but it's wild. And I have one takeaway from this. If it comes out that this is true, take out a second mortgage on your house, put it all in the Longhorns to win it next year. <laughs> no team could lose after Monkey Gate. I, that's a good point. I, I totally agree. Also, I'm glad because now this this isn't the like the weirdest college coach story that I knew was Mike Price at Alabama getting fired after spring practice in his first year because he paid for strippers on the university credit card. Monkey Gate blows that out of the water. Yeah, it and it's so much more fun. And to be honest, I, I don't want to say playful. Maybe that's the wrong word, but like innocent. Because like, it's the just kid's a monkey. Okay, then yeah. What the fuck is a monkey going to do? It's probably been vaccinated. It is yeah. a smaller monkey. It is like a spider yeah. monkey based on the pictures shown. So, But monkeys can do damage. Hey, yeah, but the kids will be fine. He'll be scared of monkeys for the rest of his life, but he'll be fine. Yeah, true. Fair. Also, fun fact, Jeff Banks was on some coaching. Was on uh, Mike Price, the coach who was fired from Alabama, I mentioned, on some of his coaching staffs before that. So there's a fun <laughs> fact how that's connected. It's a small world out there, Kevin. Monkeys, pole assassins, the whole nine yards. Oh, it's incredible. I love it so much. But as of right now, Jeff Banks still has a job. Gary Patterson out of TCU, on the other hand, does not have a job anymore. After 21 years, TCU and Patterson have mutually agreed to part ways. Gary Patterson was with TCU through four conferences because he was an interim for one year when they were in another conference and switched. A lot of winning seasons down there. Andy Dalton, when TCU was good, Gary Patterson was the coach. But I think three straight losing seasons now. So I, I do agree it might have been time for a change. Yeah, I mean, I mean, 20, was it 21 years, you said? Mm-hmm. 20, like, that's, that's a long time for a college coach. I mean, that's like... I don't want to say dedication on the part of the school, but like dedication on the, on the, on keeping them around that long, despite, you know, ups and downs, like, you know, in, in other environments, you know, some guy has one bad season and he's out and TCU is no pushover either. They can like ruin seasons. I think it's ridiculous that guys are out after one bad season, but yeah. So I do agree with you though, but it's, it's an end, it's the end of an era. Yeah. I mean, he was there since oh, when did he get hired? Like 2000, I think it was. Must have been. Yeah, 2000 years. was his first year as head coach. But I mean, 2000, 2002, 2005, 2009, 10, 11 and 14 all conference titles. Uh not all of those were in the Big 12 obviously. A couple of them were a Conference USA some Mountain Wests, but just one Big Big 12 title, excuse me. But So it is is sad to see, but, I mean, it is time to go, I guess, for lack of a better word. Uh, Jeff Trailer, on the other hand, a guy who people thought would be taking a lot of these jobs. He's currently at Meet Meep University down there in San Antonio. He was just locked up. His undefeated UTSA Roadrunners are doing great. He was just locked up for 10 years. Contract extension through 2031. 100% worth it. 
Agreed. Even if going forward, he's an average coach, I feel like that's the best you can ask for out of UTSA. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like, they weren't even on the map, you know, come beginning of this year. So props to them for just absolutely killing it this year. Yeah, I mean, I also just love calling them Meet Meep University. So if they're competitive, yeah. that's that brings me joy. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, the logo for the school looks like the Roadrunner from Looney Tunes. Uh, I love it. Uh, another coach that we'll just touch on this a little quickly because there's not really a conversation. Sonny Dykes, whose father was a legend over at Texas Tech. Uh, out of SMU, his team's doing well too. TCU and Texas Tech both want him to be their next head coach, rumored. Uh, Sonny Dykes prefers TCU over Tech, which is huge for legacies and things like that. Just want to touch on that. But we did mention UTSA. They are currently in Conference USA, which is imploding. Kier, I sent you this this list earlier. Right. I am going to read this for you guys. Florida Atlantic, Charlotte, North Texas, Meet Meep University, Rice, UAB, Marshall, Old Dominion, Southern Miss, and likely Middle Tennessee and Western Kentucky are all leaving the conference. That's 11 out of the 14 teams. Which is wild. Yeah. We thought the Big 12 was dead. Yeah, and... Instead, they're just taking teams from conferences, and then other conferences are scrambling in. It it looks like Conference USA is going to be the odd man out. It, big programs have left conferences before. I don't think there's ever been a mass exodus like this that a conference has survived. Right. I mean, and, and just to think this all started with Oklahoma and Texas going to the SEC. Uh, it's kind of funny, but... It is. But don't worry, guys. Conference USA is not taking this lying down. They've talked to Liberty, New Mexico State, Sam Houston, and Jacksonville State. The last two are FCS schools. They're going to be joining Conference USA. But that makes it like a seventeen conference. Right. So Conference USA Did- decided they're going to add... Sorry, Kieran, question? No, no, you're going to continue because I think you're going to say what I'm about to. Conference USA is going to add potentially a football powerhouse. That's <laughs> right, ladies and gentlemen. The competitors for the Cum Bowl, UConn and UMass, could join Conference USA. However, UConn will be football only because they have Big East ties for every other sport, and Big East is better at basketball than Conference USA. Okay, what are your thoughts on this? I know it's like a group of five conference, but they've had some competent teams in there in the past. Yeah, I mean, I I think it's, you know, it. I don't want to say they're scraping the bottom of the barrel. Like, these teams could, you know, do well and be, I mean, maybe not UConn, but uh, <laughs> I, think it, I think they're just trying – they're in crisis mode now where I think the big 12 was sort of, you know, two, three months ago 
where it's just like, oh crap, we got to get all these teams because you know we're, you know, everyone's leaving. What you know, what the hell? Scramble, scramble, scramble. Find the, find anybody, find an independent. Do anything you can to to survive. That's true. I mean, I get Liberty. They've had a meteoric rise going from like D2 to FCS, then to FBS. They've been independent. So, and they're competitive. So that makes sense. Sam Houston State 2020 won the FCS national championship. Makes sense. Jacksonville State, uh, I, I don't really, that one feels like a fill in. Like we need teams. Jacksonville State, you want to join? Doesn't uh, uh, then, Deion Sanders coach that? He does uh, Jackson State. Oh, Jackson, that's what it is. That's why I got confused. Yeah, he does Jackson State. Jacksonville State is uh, in Alabama, I believe. Yeah, it's in Jacksonville, Alabama. Weirdly yeah, drove me- through there once, going to the Jack Daniels Distillery, which is weird because it brought me up into Tennessee, then back down into Alabama, and then back up to Tennessee. And that's the best route. Lynchburg County's in the middle of nowhere. The closest highway is like an hour and a half, two hours away. Holy crap. That's Terrible. Nice. But so I feel like that's kind of a fill in. I mean, I could be wrong, but yeah, Jacksonville State hasn't won a national title since 1992, and they were a D2 school at the time. Uh, it's. But again, you know. They're okay at best. Uh, New Mexico State, it was only a matter of time before they joined a conference. They were, they're not good. I think New Mexico State's the one that's uh, independent. I'm going to look this up quickly. Really professional. Yep, they are independent right now. I was right. Thank you, NCAA 13, because I would not have known that otherwise. Yeah. But UConn, UMass. Yeah, that, that is great are you? How desperate are you, Conference USA? The answer to that question, Kevin, is varied. Because if you're asking UConn and UMass to join, things have gone horribly wrong. Insanity. Yeah, that that's full-on panic button mode. Yeah. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications. Oh, Kiernan, are you happy, by the way? Uh, from what? We never have to talk about the AP poll again. Because the AP poll doesn't matter anymore, baby. 
It's college football playoff season. Let's go. Let's get this over with. Uh, so, we're going to do it the same way we did the AP poll, though. Top, uh, bottom to top, everyone who follows college football's list has already seen that, but we're going to talk about it anyway. At number, oh, I don't like how they have their graphic. Instead of, like, top to bo- or bottom up, it's bottom to left, and then back up to the right, then left again. Oh, it's disgusting. But luckily, they have it stretchy form. Number 25, Pittsburgh. Number 24, San Diego State. 23, Fresno State. 22, Iowa. And 21, Wisconsin. What a fall from grace for Iowa. Seriously. Like, three weeks ago, they expected to be in the top four, and now they're all the way down there at 22 and probably not going to get above 10 for the rest of the year. Yeah. They need to win out and win out decisively. And that, you know, that is yet to be seen. And then Wisconsin above them, I would be even more pissed about that if I was Kirk Ferentz. Oh, yeah. That doesn't even make sense. Like, they, they, I mean, they haven't been that good all, they, they have been decent, but they haven't been that good. But it's like, it's like almost like a, you know, they're right where they should be for the Big Ten. You know, middle of the road, you know, they, they can show greatness, but, you know, only in certain seasons. I don't know. They don't, I think they're, they're too high. I don't know why they're 21. Honestly, if at the end of the year Wisconsin was at 21, I'd go, you know what? Fine. Checks out yeah, about where they should be. For not, their rankings right now, it makes no sense. Yeah, no. Uh, and then moving on up, Minnesota at 20, NC State at 19, Kentucky at 18, Mississippi Brutal. State at 17, and Ole Miss at 16. Who would have thought that Mississippi State and Ole Miss would be one off from each other like four weeks ago? No one. The way the Miss the way the Ole Miss was playing, no one. And like I don't want to say a fall from grace for Kentucky, but that's just brutal. I mean, the loss to Georgia is one thing, but uh, what was the second loss? Can uh, Florida or something? No, no, they beat Florida. Who was their second loss to? Uh, uh, I think it was Texas. not a. Good school. It was Mississippi State. So, oh, okay. So, yeah, that makes sense then. <laughs> a school higher in the ranks than them, but partially because of that law or that win for Mississippi State. However, Mike Leach is a national treasure. So, I am okay with him. If they, at the end of the year, they go out and go, you know what? Mike Leach, you and the Pirate Chip, sixth ranked team in the country. <laughs> I never got when te- like fan bases would complain, like, Oh, we're what? Like we should be six. We should be one of the first two out. Why are we at eight? Why do you care? You're not it. It doesn't matter. Well, to that point, the when Penn State was uh, outpicked for that was like a few years ago. Now we were number four in the country, and then the CFP poll came out and I think we had beaten Ohio State that year but Ohio State got in over us and we're just like oh yeah this is bullshit oh, no yeah. that, that makes and, sense because then you're arguing 
whether or not you should be in. At the final rankings, if you're like eight and think you should be seven or six, I understand it has to do with bowl games, but why do you care that much? Oh, oh, okay. Sorry. I thought you you were implying like, you know, no, no, made you a run. you should be in and you didn't get in and you complain about that, no worries. Like, that's completely justifiable. Okay, sorry. I thought you meant like, you know, Mississippi State jumping from 17 all the way up to six. <laughs> oh, no. I think they should because just because that'd be hysterical. <laughs> just for shits and giggles. Yeah, I mean, these rankings are fake anyway. <laughs> yeah, and in a week's time, they're all going to be scattered all over the place except Alabama. Georgia, I don't see Georgia losing the rest of the year until maybe no, the SEC not. championship. Uh, moving on, 15, BYU, 14, Texas A&M, 13, Auburn, 12, Baylor, and 11, OK State. Look, Auburn's proved me wrong. I'll admit it. Uh, I thought they should have been out earlier in the year when they were just beating up on close teams or on bad teams. But they've played well. Bo Nix has looked like a competent college football quarterback, which is a statement I never thought I'd say. Eating his own words. So, I mean, good for you, Brian Harsons and Patrick Nix's son. I hope this relates to a lot of NIL deals so your son can finally pay child support. Won't give that up, though. Never. (laughs) I will die on this hill. I might have a kid and just give it to Bo Nix's ex-girlfriend and say, hey, here's a thousand dollars say it's his. <laughs> I'm not actually gonna do that just in case some girl comes and knocks like Bo, this is your kid. I don't want this used in a court of law by a man who I've never met before to try oh and disperse my good name. The kid had any issues with fifteen through eleven? Uh no. I think I think they're all respectful teams. They've all done pretty well for themselves. And and you're right, Auburn has proved me wrong, although I'm not I'm less vocal about it. Yeah, see, you thought similar things that I did about Auburn, but I have that hatred for Auburn behind it, so I right. don't shut up about it. Right. I I you know, at the beginning when they when they were beating up on bad teams, I was just like, All right, yeah, you're an SEC school and you're beating Akron. Congratulations. Well done, type thing. And then when they lost to Penn State, it was like you know, see, you're not that good. I mean, granted, they only lost by eight, but still. But Karen, it was a whiteout. It was a whiteout. You're damn right it was. Brought them above 500 in whiteout games. All right. Woo. Number 10, Notre Dame, who hasn't been good since Cold War. Number nine, Wake Forest. Go Wake. Number eight, Oklahoma. And number seven, Michigan. I'm stopping here because we're going to talk about the next two and then the top four, but I just want to talk about these ones first because I know the next one is going to dominate the conversation. Yep. Uh, I actually don't really have a lot of issues with these. I feel like Wake Forest could have been a little higher just because Oklahoma, they haven't really played any great team so far and they've beaten everyone, but same thing with Wake Forest. So I get it's 8 and 9, and I'm splitting hairs here, but I don't get the difference. Now, I do think with 
Uh, Caleb Williams, Oklahoma, should, is finally looking like a top 25 team or even a top 10 team. But I still think they should have been lower earlier on in the season. Yeah. Uh, any other issues here? Yeah, no, literally zero. Okay, I also think Michigan at seven is a little weird after they just lost. But the team they lost, he was ranked higher. Now they are. Yes. In these rankings, because these rankings are the ones that matter. This is the first one, which honestly I think is how it should be done. I fucking hate early season and preseason polls. I think they're stupid. It's just something for the media to talk about. But, and that will not stop me from being excited whenever Alabama's ranked preseason number one. But now, on to the one that everyone's talking about. Cincinnati at six. Those fucking bastards. Everyone called this. Rousey called it earlier on when we were doing our preseason stuff. I thought the AP poll was going to try and find a way to fuck Cincinnati. Apparently, the college football playoff committee just said, you know what? No, fine. We'll do it ourselves. Yeah, they they said the AP poll wasn't doing it fast enough. With their current rankings, I don't see a way that Cincinnati gets into the college football playoffs. Right. Like, if they started at three or four, I don't think they're going to lose a game the rest of the way. I think it makes sense. It would make sense just to keep them in. But the committee doesn't want that because they're not great for revenue. They're not great for viewership. I I. I would so disagree with that this this year though because like they had a a run last year and they've been, they've been good for the past like two two years or three years right and arguably fans like us like you know ca- not I don't want to say you know super fans but you know even the casual fan will go oh Cincinnati wow I haven't heard of them before or and they'd watch them and they'd like you know get behind them and stuff I think they garner more viewership than we give them credit for oh i think they do garner more viewership but i also do think a georgia ohio state or an alabama oregon national championship would get more views at least for the first half before georgia alabama starts beating up on people yeah but and one of the top four teams i feel like spits in the face of my argument like oh it's just viewers ratings but we'll get into that in a second uh but Cincinnati, have you seen the South Park episode where Eric's like, oh, did you at least buy me dinner first? Because I like to get wine and dine before I'm fucked! Yeah. That's Cincinnati right now. Yeah. <laughs> they and are pro- I mean, All their players are probably pissed. They, you know, the, the next, uh, the next um, spread of the game is going to be like 56 points. <laughs> They're just going to go off. I'm looking that up right now because I think they're playing Tulsa this weekend. I would love they are it playing there. Tulsa. Yeah, Cincinnati's only minus 22 and a half. Give them all of it. I, I would hammer Cincinnati to cover. Yep, I would too. That's not one of our game picks this week, but just but, but, free game. Yeah. Hammer Cincinnati covering. Hammer Cincinnati covering and the over in just. Cincinnati will get all 54 and a half points by themselves. Yep, they will. So, uh, number five, Ohio State. I mean. Shock. Not, um, yeah, shocker. I, 
Yeah. There's nothing really to talk about there. I mean, no. everyone saw this coming. Yeah. Now, in the AP poll, we just rattle off the top four or five, whatever, and talk about that group. Here, we're going to do something different for the college football playoffs. We're going to go one through four? We're, no, we're going to talk about top four, but we're just going to mention them and then talk about those individually. Okay. Number four, Oregon. They got in because they beat Ohio State on the road. That's the only reason they lost to Usla. It they they're not one of the four best teams in the country, and if they are, that just shows the talent gap between one, two, and then everyone else. Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a whirl. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. There's, Any there's, other nothing argue, there's nothing to argue with there, Kevin. You're you're spot on. <laughs> it they, I thought when they beat Ohio State on the road, I thought they were going to be. I don't want to say unstoppable, but it you know it was a big upset. And then when losing to UCLA, it's like oh, so you're really not that good. Yeah, they're still riding that high. Thibodeau didn't even play in the Ohio State game. Which I also thought meant, like, oh, shit, this team's good. And then Chip Kelly happened, and now I'm just sad that they're number four. Although, I don't know who I'd put ahead of them. Oh, wait, yes, I do. Fucking Cincinnati. <laughs> number three, Michigan State. This is what I was talking about. Spits in the face of my viewership arguments. No one is going to watch a Michigan State versus anyone national championship. Yeah, no. No interest. Any other thoughts though? I mean, they are eight and zero in the Big Ten, but I mean the the only the only thing like for Michigan State is that they just beat Michigan, who were like in the AP poll ranked like one higher or something like that. So I don't even really understand why are they just like the most undefeated team in the Big Ten, and that's why they're getting in. And if it was you know seven and one Michigan State versus seven and one Ohio State, you know Ohio State would get three. It, probably it, yeah it's it that's the only reason they're up there if they if they lose one game they i don't even think they'll be in the college football playoff after no, it not at all and number two the thing everyone is mad about alabama seven and one in the sec look i don't agree with tim tebow often <laughs> this is and going I, to be good and I think Alabama might be a little high, too. If they're at 4-3, you know, fine, whatever. But Tim Tebow a couple years ago when we were having the same conversation about Alabama, when they came in at 4 and 
won the national championship against Georgia. Tim Tebow said it depends on what the college football playoff committee is looking for. If they're looking for the most deserving team, then no, probably not Alabama. If you just want the best teams in, then you cannot have the college football playoffs without Alabama as of right now. If they lose again, then it's a different conversation. But as of right now, they are one of the four best teams in the country. And everyone's going to be like, oh, the games don't matter. Yeah, no shit the games don't matter. The cultural playoff committee cares about having one loss or fewer and being a good team. If you have a fluke loss and you're still a good team, that's all they care about. And then also revenue. Alabama brings in money because people go, oh, I want to see Nick Saban fucking lose. And then he doesn't. So shut the <laughs> fuck up, everyone complaining. Kenan, what are your thoughts on Alabama at two? I mean, it's expected. I don't like that. For me, that's not like a big deal. It, you know, if the, if the season were to end today sort of thing and they'd play Michigan State or whatever, uh, I mean, I wouldn't even. I don't think I don't. I don't get why people would tune in to watch Nick Saban lose. Like, I wouldn't do that purely because I know he's going to win. Like, it'd be the same oh. if you're – what? Do you not oh, agree? People just hate him. That's oh, why. yeah, I understand that. Like, don't get me wrong. I understand that people hate him and things like that. My point is, like, I don't watch Alabama games because I know that they're going to win. The fact that they lost to Texas A&M by a field goal – yeah, whatever. You know, that that's barely a I mean it's it's great because we're like, yay, you know, Kevin's sad. But um but like I know that they're not A going to lose again and B uh I know they're gonna make it at least into the college football playoff. And if they don't win, then it's a shock. <laughs> but I'll watch it- the highlights of that game. <laughs> If they lose the SEC championship, if they make the if they don't make the SEC championship, they're not going to get in. If they make it and lose, they're not getting in. A two loss team has never made the College World Playoffs, so I that's the only way. No, if, even if even if they lose, even if they lose, they're they're going to get in. If they lose and Ohio State doesn't lose again, if Oregon doesn't lose again then they're not in. And maybe if like Alabama or Cincinnati doesn't lose again, that might be their path, but it's probably going to be Oklahoma jumping everyone to get into the top four. That would be bullshit. Yeah, hundred percent. Uh, and then the number one team in the country, it's something we've all known for months Since now. It's Georgia. <laughs> yeah. It's Georgia. Yeah. Uh, there's no real debate there. Uh, some people actually responded to our Instagram story. Check out at quad tailgate on Instagram. Or is it just at quad gate? It might just be at quad gate. I might've been saying it wrong for a month for like weeks now. No wonder. No, no wonder. No one follows us. That's a joke. Hey, everyone. People follow us. Uh, <laughs> it is at quad tailgate. I've been right this whole time. Uh, some people want Oklahoma over Michigan and wake forest. No, that's ridiculous. That if you want to be higher than those schools, you need to not almost lose to Tulane. <laughs> on your home field after the game was moved because of a hurricane. You need to not need Caleb Williams to rip the ball out of his running back's arms to beat Kansas, to be in those top five schools. A- am I off base there? Nope, you're dead on. 
Someone it, else just said Bama, and I don't know if they meant like Alabama should be lower or higher or what's going on. They just said Bama. And I know very, this person too. So mm-hmm. it that's why I'm confused. Very informative. Yes. Uh, I'm sorry, I cut you off though. What were you about to say about Oklahoma? Oh, uh, unless they start pulling out some serious wins, they're not going to get any higher than what they are now. And when I say serious wins, I mean definitively beating their opponents. Not like just, you know, scraping by by a touchdown or a field goal. I mean, like, you know, 20 points or more. I feel like if they win the Big 12, though, and Oregon doesn't win the Pac-12, then yes, they will get in. No, there's no way. There's no way. Even, even like, those, the games that Oklahoma has played, despite them playing better under Caleb Williams, have been far too close for, even if they, even if they win the Big 12, have been far too close for them to make it in. But they wouldn't have a loss. So what? There are teams that don't have a loss that, that don't make it in. Are you telling me that you would rather have a team that doesn't have a lot of close games but has a loss than teams that don't have a loss but a couple close games? Well, yeah. I mean, you said it yourself earlier. Like, you can't expect to right nearly... Now. At the end of the season, if they win the Big 12, I think Oklahoma gets in. If if Oklahoma goes undefeated and wins the Big 12, they get in. Well, then let's hope they lose. I don't really care. They're not winning shit this year. Yeah, I know. Like, the minute... Okay, let's speculate here for a moment. They get into four. Three, even. Who are they playing? Alabama or Georgia? It's going to be an absolute blowout. That's not going to be fun to watch. I mean, it's more Oklahoma, often than not, it's a blowout Oklahoma, round one anyway. No, I understand that. But, like, every now and again, you want a game to be at least close. That's what like, the national people, championship is for. And even then. Besides last year, and the last two years, it hasn't been that close. But prior to that, it was, they were close games. No, I'm not, I'm not saying that the number one and number two seed aren't going to, like, you know, have a close game. I'm saying that I I want to see the semifinal, whatever you want to call it, you know, that close as well. I don't want to see a blowout. And I, that's what you'd get if you put uh, Oklahoma at four. Yeah, I don't want to see a close game in the semifinal. Okay, you don't because you're currently number two. <laughs> Yes, I have never wanted to see a close game. I, if, Al, if, if Alabama could blow everyone out by 40, which they have done in the past, it's what it felt like that's what they did last year, then yes, I would I would love that. No, I don't okay, care. All right, about, so Kevin, 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 take yourself out of the equation, right? Okay, so well, consider I'm a fan of a school that has never made the call. Oh, I'll pretend I'm a Penn State fan. Yeah, okay. That, that was, was for the a, that, from that, a mile away. That was, that was from the A&M obvious. comment. That was because of the A&M comment. What, that you lost to A&M? And that you were happy to see it. Rude. You were happy to see me sad. 
Oh, please. Yeah, you did that, what, what, two years ago as well? Same team? I forget how long ago it was, but you know what I'm talking about. Anyway. Uh, nine years ago? No. What's the one that they lost just a few years ago and you were really upset and you made it your profile picture? LSU. Oh, that's what that was. Anyway, the point is this. Take yourself out of the equation, right, as an Alabama fan. What would you rather watch? Would you rather watch a close game in the semifinal and another close game in the final? Or would you rather watch two blowouts that is essentially meaningless and then a close match in the final? Uh, I would rather see blowouts with a lot of offense. Blowouts with a lot of offense on both sides or just one, I'm presuming. Either or. I mean, look, if I get a 100-40 game, I would love to see that. Oh, my God. That's so lame. That'd be incredible. All right. right. Maybe 100. Yeah, whatever. 100-40 would be great. You see a lot of offense and also both teams still have – one team still got blown up by 60 points. It'd be beautiful. That will never happen, Kevin. No, it won't unless I – Plug like in a Georgia Tech in Cumberland a hundred years ago. Uh, excuse me, that was two hundred twenty-two to nothing. Oh, you got the reference. That's all that matters. Yeah, because I'm a fucking weirdo, and I remember shit like that for some god re- some goddamn reason. All right, we're gonna pick games, so Karen and I stop arguing. Uh, last week we did not do well. I actually lost the spreadsheet I have, so I had to listen to the episode again and figure out our score predictions, but. Michigan versus Michigan State. Michigan was minus four and a half. Kiernan, you were right. You said Michigan State would cover. And you also had the overhitting. Michigan State won and the overhit. Neat. Uh, I had the under and Michigan winning, so I'm an idiot. Uh, Auburn, Ole Miss. We both had Ole Miss winning. Uh, You had the under. I had the over. Overhit, but Ole Miss Lost to Auburn, uh, so that sucks. Penn State versus Ohio State, Kieran, and this was your, like, don't take the seriously pick. Uh, Ohio State won, but Penn State did cover. Let's go. Uh, spread was 18.5. Penn State only lost by 11 or 9. 9, yeah, 9. And then Ohio State ran the storm the field, which was weird. Yeah, seriously. Can we talk about the field storm real quick? If you're the higher-ranked team, you shouldn't be storming the field. I don't care what the rivalry is. Uh, agreed, agreed. It, it looks stupid. Yeah, yeah uh, you, look, you, you look dumber for having said it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, SMU versus Houston. Houston was minus one. We both picked SMU to win. Houston won uh, and covered. Uh, but Tanner Mordecai looked good. Not as good as he would have with a mustache, but. Uh, <laughs> next up, Georgia versus Florida. Georgia's 14-point favorite. Uh, the under hit and Georgia... Covered, so Kiernan, you said the under and Georgia covering. I just had I had the over and Georgia covering, but Georgia covered. So we weren't too dumb about that. We weren't complete idiots. On to this week. Number four, Oregon at Washington. Oregon is seven and one, two and six against the spread versus Washington, which is four and four, two and six against the spread. It's at Husky Stadium, kickoffs at 7:30. Oregon is minus seven, and the over under is 51. Kiernan, who you have? Uh, Oregon to cover. 
over score predictions, or, what? score predictions, bud. That's what we do. Yeah, I know. I'm getting there. Okay. Jeez, give me a fucking break. Um, sorry, where was I? I was saying Oregon to cover over, and uh, it's going to be uh, 38... Uh, 38 to 17. I don't think Oregon makes the cultural playoffs. I don't think they'll be in the top five probably by the end of the season. Uh, and that starts now. Washington is going to get the upset 23 no, 14. No chance. Oh, just, just you wait, pal. Next up, number 13, Auburn versus number or at number 14, Texas AM. Auburn is 66 and 2, uh, 5 and 3 against the spread. Tamu is the same. It's at Kyle Field. Kickoff is at 330. Tamu is a minus four and a half over under of 49. You want to take this one first? Sure. Uh, I have Texas AM winning 28 21. I think Bo Nix will have a chance to run down to get down the field and tie it up late, but I think he's going to throw a Bo Nix pick, a Bo picks, <laughs> some would say. Bo picks, I love that. Uh, so I'm going to go with uh, Tamu as well. Uh, it's going to be, uh, let's see, score is going to go. Hmm, Tamu scored a lot this year. Let's go with 30, 35 24 Tamu. Okay. Uh, next up, Texas. At, uh, the games this week were horrible, by the way. There were rarely any ranked matchups. Uh, Texas yeah, at Iowa State. we get to the next pick. <laughs> Texas at Iowa State. <laughs> Texas is 4-4, four 4-4 and four, four and four against the spread. Iowa State's 5-3, and 3-5 three, three and five against the spread. It's at Jack Trice Stadium. At, in Ames, kickoff is at 7.30. Iowa State is a minus 6.5 with an over-under of 60.5. Let's, let's go with, I think, yeah, I think Iowa State is going to win this. Uh, I think they're going to cover. I think it's going to be, uh, let's go with 37.30. Okay, just I hit, have, just hitting the cover. I agree with you. I have the it being a little bit further apart, uh, not by much though. I have it forty-two thirty-three Iowa State. I uh, I think Monkey Gate is going to hang over the heads of the Longhorns. I think they're not going <laughs> to use it for motivation until next season when they win the national championship. Uh, so yeah, I think this is just going to be a shit show of a game though. Yeah, uh, a lot of a lot of stuffed monkeys in the crowd. I feel a lot of what? St- like stuffed monkeys, like those little. Oh, oh yeah, bring them, to, bring them to the. A lot of them going to be in the crowds, and I cannot wait. It's going to be great. Next up, the weirdest kickoff I've seen for a game. By the way, I feel like usually games kick off at like noon, three thirty, seven thirty, or out on the West Coast later. This game kicks off at eleven thirty. Just to really mess with things. Which is central time. I'm used to that, but Eastern Standard, I'm not used to an 1130 kickoff. Uh, we're, of course, talking about Army at Air Force. The 
little brother of the big armed forces game. But Army is four and three, three and four against the spread versus Air Force, who's six and two, five and three against the spread. Neutral site game. It is at Globe Life Park in Arlington, Texas. Like I said, kickoff is at eleven thirty. Air Force minus two and a half over under of thirty seven. Uh, I'm going to go, uh, do I like army or air force? Better? I like army better. Uh, let's go with army. Uh, I don't know. Army 20 air force 16. Okay. I have to go with army because of my good buddy who's on the quarter booth. Check out the Corner Booth pregame Thursday nights at 6.30. It's always a fun time. I usually get way too drunk during them. Uh, So I have Army 24-14. I mean, they're both triple option schools, so it doesn't really matter which one you go with. There's no real offensive advantage when both schools are on the same offense. (laughs) But I hate the triple option, though. Oh, it's the worst. I still wake up in night terrors after remembering uh, from a couple years ago, Alabama versus the Citadel when it was tied 10-10 at halftime. And what is it with service academies running the triple option? Uh, To show the three branches of the United States military, the Army, Navy, and Air Force. Triple option, three branches. There you go. Fair idea. Yes, but no, give it to me. Come on, that was that was perfect. No, no, I'm that not, was on the fly. That was on the fly too. Uh, no, I'm not saying you're wrong. I actually like that <laughs> explanation. However, I think schools should have the service academy should have to operate an offense similar to what what branch they go to. Air Force got to oh. run the air raid. Army, you got to go ground and pound. Navy, I don't know. Put some swimmers out in the field. We'll figure it out later. But. <laughs> I just need, I want Air Force to run an air raid, or you could also have Air Force run like a West Coast kind of thing, a lot of passing, and then have Navy just run deep bombs all the time. Yeah, perfect. I want to be Navy's coach, though, and develop an offense that revolves around long passes and just call it the full salvo. <laughs> That's what I want to do. The That's full what like. salvo offense. That's fantastic. Yeah. I think it'd be great. It would be everyone's favorite offense, just with the name, and it would be a lot of explosive plays. Oh, it'd be beautiful. Nothing but heel Marys. Oh, perfect. Uh, so that's really it. I have one last thing. Karen, do you have anything else you want to talk about before I do my little rant and then we get out of here? <laughs> no, you're good. All right. We talked about the – First college football playoff rankings that came out the other day. People are complaining. Uh, Danny Cannell, Joel Cloud are the two main people I've seen complaining. Uh, I think Danny Cannell said it's nice to see that Alabama losses don't count. And hmm. Joel Cloud was complaining about the college football playoff committee and how they're, it's not good because they're biased towards the big schools. Nothing will change until we have a 12-game college football playoff. Hey, guys, guess what? It used to be no game, we just name a champion. Then we added the BCS. Then it was, oh, Alabama wins all the time. We can't have the BCS. We need to expand it to allow other teams in. Then Alabama kept winning. And now y'all want your 
fucking eight, 12 teams, 16 team, whatever the hell you want. Guess what, guys? We're still coming. Two, four, 16, 32, 16. It doesn't fucking matter. Guess what? You're going to see Nick Saban's beautiful face on the sideline come the natty. So stop complaining because this is the road we're going down. Eventually, we're just going to have a full-on March Madness-style tournament, which you can't do in football. And when some poor kid gets his life ruined because he's playing his 32nd game of the season <laughs> and tears his ACL, sorry, guys. Like Anything so Alabama doesn't win again, right? I think I think you underestimate their pettiness. That's a hundred percent what they do. That's fair, actually. Oh, that that might be why what they do. Yeah, it's it's this is this isn't about getting other teams to showcase their talents. This is purely to watch Alabama not win. That reminds me of uh, the the Star Wars uh, sequel. I forget if it was the Last Jedi or the Rise of Skywalker. I think it was the Rise of Skywalker, actually. Where Hux goes like, I don't care if you win. I just need to see Kylo lose. Yeah, yeah That's yeah. what everyone is with the call. I, I I, don't care if my team wins. As long as Alabama loses, that's a yeah. good Saturday. It is. It is. And I was just going to bring up another analogy there. Because a few years ago, there was um, a talk of a, um, a Chinese manned mission to Mars. Or excuse me, to the moon, right? To where... Um, someone had made the comment, uh, you know, what if they knock down the probably sun-bleached American flag up there? What are the Americans going to do? Go up there and re-erect it? And someone commented under it going, yeah, that's 100% what the Americans would do. (laughs) Our pettiness knows no bounds. I feel like what America would do is we would plan a manned mission to Mars with a pit stop at the moon to put our flag back up, and then we'd go to Mars the rest of the way. Yeah, and it's out of pure spite, like no other reason, just spite. Oh, it's 100%. It's to go, hey, guess, you know where you knocked our flag down? Yeah, we put it back up and went to Mars. Fuck you. Yeah. So Pettiness lives on. That's our message for today. That's true. That is very true. Um, what a great way to end the podcast. Oh, great way. I have another way. It's going to get us banned in the whole last country. Fantastic. Do it. So uh, that's the end of the show. Uh, thank you for checking in. Please rate, subscribe, whatever. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything. I feel weird asking people to do that. But if you're not spending money on it, please just do it. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at quadtailgate. On both, uh, follow us on Facebook, Tailgate on the Quad. Uh, that's all we have for tonight. We'll see you next week. And this is the first podcast to officially come out and recognize Taiwan as a sovereign nation. Oh, boy. With some gold on my body, on my body, off colors, Rossi, I'm sloppy. I treat my luxury scraper like a Bugatti. Lottie, daddy, she like to party off Molly Bacardi. Let her get naughty, a hottie up in the lobby. She style. She said, 40 water. Who you about to be? I said, follow me, follow me, follow me, bitch, room 223. You got to pay me, I'll pay me no attention. That's how I be when you're born and raised in the V or the Cali Silicon Valley. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a world. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 